Welcome to the Unfuck Your Fitness podcast. I am your host, Christy Castillo, and I'm here to give you real talk and cut the BS so you can actually enjoy building a body you love. I'm a personal trainer obsessed with giving you simple action steps to take you from feeling stuck to feeling sexy. Let's go. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to today's episode. I am excited about this one, but first, it is December and I have no idea how we got here. I'm shocked this year has gone pretty quickly and for me, it's been a doozy. (laughs) It's been really something, (laughs) y'all. I would love to do an episode here in the next few weeks before the new year, I guess kind of a wrapping up my thoughts of 2023, uh, just like a, I don't know, some kind of a podcast episode to get all my thoughts out about this year, kind of wrap it up. It's that time of year, right, where we're reflecting and all the things, and I don't really like to be corny, but I I would do want to do an episode about certain things that I learned this year, where this year took me as far as my business. Wow. Um, and life and fitness and all the things. So that might be a longer episode, but I would love actually nothing more than to sit down with this microphone of mine and chat with you, my friends. Maybe I'll go live. Oh my God. I don't, I shouldn't have said that. That's scary. Um, but anyway, we'll, we'll see what happens, but somehow it's December, you guys. And yeah, this is the last month of this year. It's just crazy. It's blowing my mind. It's making me nervous. It's also like exciting me for like this time of years in my world, in this fitness world is a pretty big deal, right? People are kind of struggling and then, and then it's January. So I'm geared up for it. I'm ready, but I'm also like, how the fuck is this year almost over? All right, let's dive dive into this episode. I'm going to be talking today about how the fitness lifestyle that I talk about how it has improved my life. And the idea for this episode came from, I wish I could find the message on my Instagram DMs. By the way, I just went through my DMs to look for this message from this sweet female. Don't remember her name. And I saw that I have a bunch of unread messages on there. And I'm so sorry. I have to get back to those. I just miss messages sometimes. But anyway, I couldn't find the conversation that I was having with this very sweet girl that messaged me and she asked a question. Basically, it was something like, you know, could you explain the difference that macros have made in your life? And in in a little more in detail, she was asking like, how has your life changed from that restrictive, you know, that, yeah, that restrictive, obsessive mindset lifestyle that I was living? How has it changed now. And it was a really cool conversation. We exchanged a couple messages back and forth after because I was like, wow, that is a really good question. I don't know that anyone's ever really asked it like that before. And it caught me off guard because I just, I hadn't been asked that before. But when I went to just reply, you know, like macros have really allowed me to have confidence in, you know, my goals and have confidence in my body and to give me like this freedom from, you know, food restriction. And I really like my brain naturally just goes 
keeps going. And I was like, wow, this, my lifestyle has really changed. All thanks to macros, right? Kidding. But sort of not kidding. You know, this fitness, people always say like fitness changed my life. Going to the gym changed my life. And that's true for me. And also counting macros changed my life, but not in a way that's just like the macros changed my life, right? It's learning and it's trusting myself and it's going all in on something that I'm not sure is going to work, but it's really pushing through. And I've learned so much going from that restrictive cardio beach body driven lifestyle, not to say that Beachbody made me that way. It's not necessarily their fault, but also that's what I would, that's the era that I was in, right? There have been other times when things like that have taken over the market. I mean, back in the day, there was like jazzercise and all that shit's no different. Um, but now where I'm at now is just drastically different. And it's taken me so long to get here that sometimes I forget the process. But anyway, that's a very long introduction to the topic, and but that is a really loaded question. So to talk about how fitness, how this lifestyle that I talk about, preach about, drill into you, how that's really changed my life, I really do want to talk about it. And I'm excited because you can see if you're in the process of this, you can see where you're headed. And if you're not started, if you haven't started the process of this, but you're kind of toying around with like, oh, the ideas you say are pretty cool, Christy, it sounds great, you can see where you're going to have to go, right? So to understand where I'm at now, I first have to go back and talk about my old lifestyle. So that's literally what I did for notes for this episode. I went back and thought about what did that look like when I was, for myself, it was me stuck in this beach body mindset. Not only was I just a participant in the beach body lifestyle. I was a coach, remember? So I have a back-end view of all of that, right? But for me, like physically, what that looked like was I was obsessed with not missing a workout. I was obsessed with pushing play and hitting the calendar exactly like it was laid out. I was obsessed with the perfection and it was very restrictive. It was a lot of cardio. It was a little bit of lifting. I was trying to be smaller. I was trying to be perfect and not miss a container and not miss a workout and read every single, you know, pamphlet that came along with it and like soak it all up and just, it was obsessive. Is that the word that I want? It was, it was taking over my life. I viewed food as bad. Mostly all food I thought was bad in a way because I didn't understand it. I didn't enjoy food. I thought, you know, fruit was carbs. I thought veggies were, you know, carbs, fat. I didn't know. It all made me like, I thought anyway, this is all going to make me gain weight. I don't know how to eat any of this food without feeling bloated, without gaining weight, without getting bigger. Like that's just the mentality that I had. I didn't have any knowledge. I didn't have any control. I felt completely taken over and overwhelmed by this lifestyle. It was my whole life revolved around what time am I going to work out? Um, you know, how long is the workout? Don't miss the workout. What am I going to eat? Fill your containers, check it off the list. It was out of control. My current lifestyle on the flip side, I'm not obsessed with food. I'm not restricted by food. I'm not aiming for perfection. I do a lot of lifting and a little cardio now. So that's completely flip-flopped. I'm allowed to eat anything I want. Yes, I do have lists of like things that I love to eat as far as carbs and 
fats and proteins and, you know, things when I'm like, I really need to hit my protein goal, but I really want Oreos. So what's in the middle? Like what, what can I have? And my lists now just take out the guesswork for me and gets me really focused on something quick that I can have and be like, oh yeah, you would really benefit from a vanilla Greek yogurt with an Oreo in it instead of the entire package of Oreos. So I do have little lists for things like that. I'm a list maker. What can I say? But I know food is fuel now. I have knowledge now. I have educated myself. I know so much about food and workouts and my body that I just know that food is fuel. I know that lifting weights shapes my body. I know that I'm not restricted. I know that I'm allowed to eat anything that I want. I very rarely think about my own fitness. I think about your guys' fitness and notes and, you know, content and my coaching and all. I'm thinking about fitness all day. As far as my own, it takes me 45 minutes to get a workout in. I know what I'm going to eat. I'll track it if I want to, if I need to for my goals. Otherwise, like, it doesn't, it's not on my brain at all. At all. So it's a complete flip-flop of what my old lifestyle looked like and what my new lifestyle looks like. I did enjoy working out back then, but it wasn't the same. It was still a chore. And I think that was mostly because I just didn't enjoy it. It was a lot of cardio and I really started to like lifting. Now, I didn't like lifting at first because it was new. It was scary. thought I was going to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger, like I was scared to lift so much. I didn't think it would help my body look how I wanted. I thought I had to do cardio. It wasn't an easy transfer into lifting weights. It was hard, but I stuck with it and I did. I was always thinking about my calories, like I said, my food, my workouts, my body, and now I'm just not. So what I have gained by this new lifestyle, honestly, is basically my life. I have basically gained my life back. And I was actually talking about this a little bit too on a call with a client earlier today where I was talking about how when my kids were little, I was very, very restrictive. I've talked in these episodes before about how I would eat my son's pizza crust out of the trash can and binge foods like that. When my kids were really little, I was in this place of not eating carbs and hardly eating anything and just really really restrictive in that state. And it makes me sad to think about all of the time that I missed out on. Not that food is everything, but, you know, I have a daughter and it would have been really good for me to have shown her. And I'm doing that now. So I'm, I don't feel like terrible about it. But, you know, and these are crucial years for my daughter because she's 17 right now. So for the last four or five years, I've shown her a very good healthy relationship with food. But when they were little, we would go get ice cream and I wouldn't have any, or I would take my food to certain restaurants. And there's nothing wrong with saying no to ice cream. And there's nothing wrong with taking your food into a restaurant. But for me as a mom, I just wish that that would have gone differently. I wish that I would have appreciated my body and not tried to shrink it and spent more time with them, probably honestly, um, doing things that are different. And I, a lot of those things didn't happen because I was sick for a while, honestly, and because of my relationship with food and my body. And I know that that is true for a lot of women, but I just, now that I'm on the other side of that, I'm like, damn, I did miss out on some things. But that being said, that was my old lifestyle. That's just what the rut that I was stuck in. And now what some of the things that I have changed. Some of the things that are different are 
I am a completely different woman than I was, and I have gained my life back. Literally, when I thought of all the ways that my life, that I have changed, I should say, from that old lifestyle to this one, I really, truly gained my life back. I have so much time now that I'm not, honestly, that I'm not spending meal planning and meal prepping and shopping and divvying up the foods and I'm not spending time stressing about my body. I'm not spending time hating my body. I'm not spending time thinking about what I'm going to do for a workout. It's not consuming my life. This new lifestyle and the route that it took me to get here was hard, but looking back, it was so worth it because now I look at my body and I know that I am enough, that even if I don't love what I see in the mirror some days, I know that I need to do what I need to do. I know I need to do the shit whether I feel like it or not. I know that I'm strong and I want to be strong rather than just being skinny. I know that I need to have food for fuel. I know that I can have whatever I want to eat. I know that food is good for me if I eat it in a certain way. I know all of these things and that's because of the journey. Not necessarily what I'm doing now, but because of the journey. And I have freedom from all of that restriction And it wasn't easy to come by. Some of the hard realizations that I had along this journey are that I was in my own way, that my lack of knowledge was the problem, that I trusted people who knew nothing about this space to help me. I trusted doctors. I trusted beach body coaches. I trusted just random, you know, people that probably said they were personal trainers or that didn't have my best interest at heart that just wanted my money. I trusted those people to help me and to teach me macros and workouts. And that was not good. That's not really my fault because they say, right, you think those people know, but they don't. So the knowledge was the problem. I didn't have any knowledge. I learned that my health was my responsibility. I learned that I am more than how my body looks. To look in the mirror and love yourself is amazing at any weight, at any size, at any any way you look, right? But it's okay to want it to look better. For so many years, I'm going to get fired up here. I, I've always been smaller. Aside from when I was pregnant, I've been a smaller person. And, you know, people would always say that I was too obsessed with working out. I was too obsessed with eating healthy, that I was too small, that I was too fit, that I woke up too early to work out, that I, you know, all the things, And then I started posting my job on social media. And then it was like, now I'm too confident and I'm too cocky and I'm all the things. And it's okay. It's okay that I wanted my body to look better. It's okay that I wanted my body to look better than most other people's bodies. It's okay that I went through this journey, even if maybe I was too obsessed and, you know, all of the things. That was on me because I was trying to be better, And yeah, that looked like restricting and that looked like me wanting to be smaller and skinnier, but I didn't know any better at that point. I learned that I needed to stop obsessing. I learned that I needed to be patient. And I learned that I would have to stop listening to everyone else around me, people that were saying that I was working out too much, people that were saying that I was obsessed, people were saying that I was, quote unquote, too healthy. I don't know if that's even a thing. People that just say all kinds of shit because they don't want to focus on themselves and they're focusing on you and your journey. I had to stop listening to all of those people, and you will too. I also had to stop listening to coaches and things 
of that nature, people of that nature, and all the numbers. I had to stop researching macros. I had to stop Googling, what are macros? I had to stop Googling, what is fitness? What is progressive overload? I had to stop calculating my macros and calculating my calories. And like, I had to stop obsessing with it. And I had to do the work that I talk about all the time. And I needed to be patient because let me dive into this really quick. The more that I researched, the more information that I gathered, the more stuck I became. Because if you Google what are macros and how to calculate macros and macro calculators and all that, you will get a different answer every goddamn time. And then you feel completely lost. That's exactly what happened to me. So I had to stop doing that. And what I learned is there are exceptions to every fitness rule. If there was one way to calculate your macros, then every cert- every single personal trainer on the internet wouldn't have a macro calculator. There would be one. But there's so many different ways and reasons to calculate your macros that everybody can market one. And there's a million different fit trackers and there's a million different scales, right? There are exceptions to every fitness rule. And you know why? Because it's basic information. You can find out what a macro is. Sure, Googling it, right? What is a macro? It's what makes up your calories, it's macronutrients, it's proteins, it's fats and carbs. The general information is fine, but you have to apply it to you. You have to bend all that information to make it fit for you, okay? And this is exactly what I did. And I'll be honest with you, those things that I just mentioned and rattled off, that I was in my own way, that my lack of knowledge was the problem, that I trusted the wrong people, that my health was my responsibility, that I'm more than how my body looks, but it's okay to want to look freaking amazing, that I needed to stop obsessing, that I needed to be patient, that I'd have to stop listening to everybody else and listen to myself. All of those things, that's what I learned from doing this journey. What I learned from restricting was absolutely nothing. All I learned from that other lifestyle was that I don't want to fucking do that anymore. I'll be honest. So the fitness industry is basic. You can Google BMR. You can Google calories. You can Google maintenance calories. You can Google every single thing that I talk about in a basic way. The reason that doesn't work for everyone is because it's basic. And you, my friend, are not basic. You are a very complex being. So let me actually give you an example of this. So I was um, creating a guide earlier with my virtual assistant, McKenna, who's absolutely amazing. And there'll be another announcement about her in a couple weeks. But anyway, back to what I was talking about. I was doing the calculations and you know double checking them. And I was calculating my own BMR and my own calorie deficit. I did all the numbers, calculated them correctly. And it had my deficit. It had me being at my BMR, my regular calorie intake for my body to not gain or lose was over 2,000 calories. Then I put myself in a 500 calorie deficit, which is pretty steep. And that had me at 1,500 calories. Just I'm just letting you know that that's what my numbers looked like. And that's correct. If I were to calculate those, that is the correct calculation. That's what I use to calculate my client's macros. But then I take that number and I manipulate it because I need to know what they've tried, who they are, what their life is like, what their workouts are like. There's a lot more factors that come into it. And that calculation didn't work for me. If I were to start eating, and that was a 
weight loss um, calculation. So if I were to start eating that 1,500 calorie amount, that's basically my maintenance right now. So what I'm proving to you by that is, and I won't go into a lot more detail about that because that might be confusing. What I'm basically trying to say is I used an internet calculation. I used the basic standard macro calculation for myself and it was wrong. Now the numbers aren't necessarily wrong, but that was wrong for me. That's not where I'm at in my life. 1500 calories is not a deficit for me right now. Could it be if I reverse back up to 2,200 calories? Absolutely. Do I want to do that? No. No, I don't. Because if I got myself up to 2,200 calories, I'd have to move more. I'd have to exercise more. I'd have to run. I'd have to walk more miles a day. And I don't fucking want to. So this is what I'm saying. When I have to stop listening to everyone else and ignoring all the numbers and ignoring what everyone says and ignoring what the internet says, and I have to figure out what works for me. And that's exactly what I did. So all in all, I'm a different woman than I was back then restricting. I know exactly what I believe as far as health and fitness goes for myself because I walked through it. Can you get there another way? Absolutely. Have other people gotten their dream body another way, a different way than me? Absolutely. Will people tell you that their way is better? Absolutely. We all only know what we know. We view things not necessarily as they are, but through the lens that we've lived through, right? I love macros. I think they're amazing because it taught me patience. It taught me all of those things that I listed above. It's given me food freedom. It has helped me to build my body. It teaches me that no foods are off limits, that I can you know, use extra car- carbs for a leg day and build some killer quads, which I'm trying to do. Carbs have changed me, like helped me so much. You might talk to someone else later today that's like, I freaking hate carbs. You should do keto. Keto is the way, right? Because that's what they did. But what I learned because of what I lived through is that I never want to restrict again. I don't want to have rules around food. I never want to underfuel my body again. And that's for me to decide. And that's what's helped me change. And that's for you to decide too. This is all in your power, right? I know my body so well. And let me just drop this little tidbit here. I know my body so well because of the years in between. That's where the fitness journey, emphasis on journey, comes into play. If you just went straight from restriction and that, you know, start over every single Monday mindset, the all or nothing mindset, and you jumped straight to the perfect, happy (laughs) vision of this lifestyle that I'm kind of painting, even though it's not perfect, if you didn't have that struggle in between, you wouldn't appreciate And you wouldn't know, you wouldn't have the knowledge, you wouldn't have the education, you wouldn't have the experience, and you wouldn't be as confident because you would just be like, oh, that's freaking easy. Here I am over here killing it. And that's not true. I have lived through that middle part and soaked it all in so that no one can tell me what I need or what I don't need. I'm completely confident in my body, what it needs to be fueled, what kind of workouts it needs to do. I know if I need a rest day, right? I know all of that now. And so to sum up, in a lot of words, (laughs) how fitness, how the fitness lifestyle that I preach has improved my life. It has given me life. It has given me a whole new body. It has given me a whole new mindset. And I need to transfer that into some other areas of my life, honestly. And I am doing that. But what macros and this fitness lifestyle 
will give to you if you take the time to appreciate the journey and if you don't give up and if you stick with it and you realize all those bullet points that I mentioned, if you stick with that, all of this can happen for you too. You also can view food as fuel. You cannot obsess about food all day, every day. You cannot obsess about workouts all day, every day. You can have this confidence in your body, not only looking in the mirror and have confidence, but have confidence in the inside, knowing that you're feeding it well and knowing that you understand what it needs. And you really can feel like, I'm really tired. My soul is tired (laughs) or my legs are tired. Like you'll know the difference. So I, it's hard for me to put into words, honestly, how all of this has changed my life. And I'm trying to do that. That's why I have this podcast is to try to get this out into the world, get my feelings out into the world. But it's hard. I do want to also say I was talking to a new client, shout out Noelle, this morning, and she was really giving me a lot of her backstory, which one-on-one clients, we do get a lot of backstory. And it's a lot of, (laughs) she joked that it was kind of like a therapy session. And I said back, like, it is a therapy session. It's easy to find information. It's easy to know what you need to do. But the hard part is to do it. And the harder part is to do it for a long enough period of time that you see the progress and that you know that it's going to work. But this is so much mindset. And that's another reason that I have this podcast, like I was saying, is to help you understand that it's not just the numbers and it's not just the macros and it's not just the workouts. There's so much more that goes into it that if you forget all of the stuff that's important it doesn't make the journey quite as sweet, right? I can easily say to you like, oh yeah, I went from a very restrictive lifestyle to now I'm, you know, confident in my macros and I don't think about my fitness at all, really. But that's missing the entire story of how I got here. That's missing who I am and who I became and why I'm in the position that I am now and why I'm so passionate about helping you. So, and it takes all of that to know if I wouldn't have gone through all that shit in the middle, trying macros eight times by myself, right? Sucking and not have any idea what I was doing. If I would have just like skipped over that part, then it wouldn't be so sweet on the other side. But that's where it comes when you're like so proud of yourself that you're doing it and you're eating more and you're seeing the success and mentally you're feeling so much better that's where the change happens. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. I could have got a little more spicy there, but maybe on another episode, I will do that. Maybe on the episode where I'm kind of summing up my thoughts for the year, I'll get sassy again. But again, I hope you really did enjoy this. I love just kind of chatting with you and letting you get to know me a little bit more. I think that's really important too. And I absolutely cannot wait to talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to today's show. Go ahead and leave a rating and a review. And of course, follow the podcast so you don't miss out on any future episodes. And I would love it so much if you came to connect with me over on Instagram at Christy Castillo Fit. I will see you next time.